0: welcome to so many bits i'm your host bill nielsen and joining me once again from her palatial two-bedroom condo in chicago is diabilic die thank you so much
1: It's me. You're welcome.
0: I'm glad it's you. I was, I mean, at first, it looked like you were a bouquet of flowers, (laughs) and I wasn't sure. But uh, now, looking past that bouquet, I can see it's you. So thank you very much for joining me again. You
1: barely see me. Listen, I tried really hard to get the best flower arrangement that I could, and I think that in the new year, I'm going to be taking a flower arranging class. I just have to find one. It's it's an expensive hobby as well.
0: I mean, I would have assumed that there is just a class you can take somewhere One for it. One class
1: somewhere for it. Yeah. I mean, it's an art. It's an art that I happen to love, and I just haven't dedicated time to it because, you know what? I'm a busy bee. And over the past few months, I have not been busy. I have been ill. I have I had fallen ill for various reasons, and a thing that I looked into was flower arranging. Hmm. Let me tell you. When it comes to obscure hobbies, that's one of them.
0: I really regret that you were ill, Di. Uh, (laughs) I do think that maybe one thing you could have done while you were recuperating is play video games
1: what a great segue because uh, i just so happened to uh want to talk about the game that i played in the hospital the most
0: okay please please hey hey (laughs) die yeah what you playing
1: oh man well let me tell you about this great hospital game
0: Ooh, i like hospital games all
1: right so i remember when the switch came out and i said "I just like extremely skeptical and I don't remember why I was so skeptical I don't know I don't remember why I think it was because I just had like had a bad taste in my mouth because of the small selection of games that Nintendo was giving us let me tell you that being able to switch between handheld and the TV is one of my favorite things about the switch that I thought that I would be like I don't care I have a 3ds and then sometimes I can play on the I can I play on the PS4. I can play on the Xbox One. I have all these. I have all of these opportunities. We, you know, I'm. I married a man who games as well, and we are a gaming family. Like we, our den is exclusively dedicated to gaming. The fact that I was able to take the Switch, and I was playing Dragon Quest Eleven, I was still on the demo when I left for the hospital. The demo was ten hours long. Ten hours is a long time for a demo, and I think that they just cut you off after you've been playing for ten hours. I don't think that they cut you off at any specific part in the story because it, it's you know slightly linear, but there's an open world, so you can you know meander around and grind for as long as you want. But uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, and just being able to take the switch out and take it into the hospital. Um, when I was I was in the basement a lot for in the basement of the hospital, yes, <laughs> for a lot of tests where they have the big MRI machine and all the X rays and stuff. And I had to wait an unrealistically long amount of time for the emergency situation that I was dealing with. And my phone w- had no service whatsoever, but I had my Switch. Hey. And I was playing on that hospital bed for so long, and it was amazing. Um, yeah, Dragon Quest 11 was – I haven't beat it yet, but um, – as, for as stressed out as I was in, a, you know, I was in a very serious health situation. I was still playing Dragon Quest Eleven on the hospital bed, grinding on slimes. And it was the most stress-relieving element of the entire couple of sick months. Um, I think, like, when I, once I took it home and started to feel better and all of the situation had passed... You know, I was playing it today, and it's a little boring. <laughs> it's just a, a little boring, and it, you know, it's it rings true to Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest, uh, like they're the, the monsters are amazing, and like the open world is fun, and like I don't know, it's like non stale turn based play, which I don't know. Turn based play, I still love. But with all the new games and the way that action RPGs go, just saying turn-based play sounds kind of like stale, but it's not. I really loved it. Um, I like more action. It's a very slow burn. Have you played it yet?
0: I did. I played a lot of the demo as well.
1: Okay. How long did you play into it?
0: I played about like four or five hours. So, you know, I got out of the dungeon mm. i went to like that first town where you meet the the two new characters there okay and that's where i stopped
1: okay um it's a it's a an understandable place to stop um the you know how fun it is to like find treasures and games i just had no fun finding treasures in dragon Quest 11 huh. it was like a medicinal herb or a flower in this chest that i painstakingly found <laughs> like why it takes a long time to like break the jars anyway those are like my it takes a while to get going and like I don't know the story's fun I like that you can switch between 3d and 2d that's amazing it's appealing to like old 2d turn-based fans and like that's that's pretty amazing I gotta tell you I haven't after the hospital, I haven't gotten very far. I don't know if that's a mental block thing or, like, you know what I mean? It's like, a big game.
0: I mean, it's you have huge. to. huge. I think if you played through a lot of that demo, then if you're not feeling it, you might just not be feeling it.
1: I, I am feeling it, and I really, really liked it. It's just that um, at the same time, like I said, when I was recovering, I kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I, like, kind of trapped myself in one room, and my husband came up to me. And he gave me I was just sitting there staring at the wall and he handed me the PS4 controller and he goes here. And I was like, no, because I was just like so sick. And my body was just like I was on drugs that were making me very, very sick. And he handed me the controller and I was like, no. And then he turned it on and he, he turned on Final Fantasy IX on the PS4 and he handed it to me, put it in my hand and he goes here. And then I just was playing Final Fantasy IX again.
0: <repeat> like, I
1: don't understand why I just can't. So I was like, I don't know. He pulled me out of a hole of not gaming with Final Fantasy IX. And then went back to Dragon Quest XI. And, like, Final Fantasy IX is, like, the best, like, weapons and stuff. And, like, treasure hunting is so fun. And then you, like, change to Dragon Quest XI. And you're like, oh, thanks, a medicinal herb. It's in this very far away hidden chest that I had to jump on a whole bunch of buildings to find.
0: Well, you know it's it's I mean, you have a character in Zidane who is like lively or sorry, lively and entertaining and charismatic, mm-hmm. and then you don't have that maybe necessarily in the hero.
1: Right. And the hero of light, like I know that the hero of light is always like doesn't really have a voice fine with that the hero of light's lack of personality is made up for with everyone else's personality I thought the voice acting was great Uh, I just like I don't know man sometimes I just really like a good treasure hunt I really like a good side quest and I don't know since I'm only on I think maybe maybe 28 hours of dragon quest 11 and i know that i know that it takes about 100 hours to really go through the whole story and to like beat it in full Uh, that's what i read anyway i so i don't know about the the side quests or this like mini games i don't know if there even are any of those things that are worthwhile but like they're 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 kind of boring in my experience so far
0: huh wow uh that's too bad honestly it's a bit disappointing to hear
1: but at the same time, I like I like the game. I just have to be in a certain mood for it.
0: But yeah, uh, so those are the two main games you've been playing recently. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> please.
1: No, no. Final Fantasy IX was just my recovery game when I was uh, stuck in a stuck in a, a recovery hole, and I only played it for a few days. Um, the thing that I have been playing since we at last talked, I I beat Links Awakening, and it was amazing. Uh, but something that I have been playing. And had been trying to be a little bit more competitive with is Rocket League.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's a good
1: uh, one. That, that was introduced to me by my husband when we first started dating. And the mechanics and the, the, um, the physics of it were maddening to me at first. But it was one of those situations where I was like, okay, I have to get this. I have to get this down. I have to figure it out. And uh, I haven't gotten very far because I just very recently downloaded it. But because... We went on this friending spree. Now, I mean, Rocket League was on sale for $10 uh, this past week, so I grabbed it. And now I just, like, kind of want to make a Rocket League League, and now I'm into it. So if anyone has any, like, great resources for getting better at Rocket League, because I'm basically starting from the bottom, I would love if you could tweet me tips or something at Diabilic. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Uh, I haven't really gotten into it further than, like, really losing against people online (laughs) and just, like, not contributing whatsoever. But I'm extremely competitive with that type of thing. And as soon as I get the physics down, I feel like I I, I just – I need some tips. Give me some tips. Do you have any tips for Rocket League?
0: The only tip I can give you – I played it a decent amount when it first came out – is there's playing on the ground and playing in the air. Mm -hmm. And, like, you have to eventually get comfortable with the idea of, like, Timing jumps in the air to go get the ball because otherwise it just really slows you down to wait for the ball to bounce and then bounce again or lining up those kind of shots. Mm -hmm.
1: It's sound advice. It's sound advice. I hope to get good. I hope to get very good. Competitively good. Good spelled G-U-D. Good.
0: Geed. 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 Geed.
1: Um, So that is what I've been playing. I've been playing more. We're not going to mention it. Oh, okay. You know... I mean, all right. we, all, we all play like 20 games at the same time. We're just going to stop it there. Okay. What have you been playing?
0: Well, I have played and finished a game that you have played and finished, and it was Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening.
1: Oh, tell me about this. I want to hear every single one of your opinions.
0: Okay, so let's start with the good. Uh, I, I feel like the the core Zelda gameplay of go to the dungeon, solve the dungeon, get the key item— is intact and it's pretty fun i really you know the zelda stories are pretty uh light or not you know there's not a ton of moments with them but i did like what was there of the story of like the people in this island and like the secret of the island and all that jazz and there were a couple you know nice moments where you're like interacting with the people there i uh thought the music was really good in this game i i really really liked the overworld theme i liked the cave themes yeah, I just like generally like like the heavy like string instrument ensemble that was showing up everywhere. And then at certain points, like there'd be kind of like a synthy or a chip toony uh, lay in there that would go with the strings. And I, I like that a lot. I was I mean, I, I generally like the Zelda music, but I liked this more than I was expecting.
1: I 100 percent agree with you. I was thinking that the whole time.
0: And when the game is not in motion, it looks really nice. Like the art style is good. Uh, The way they're doing like kind of like the the doll type modeling for the different characters is very cute.
1: You were talking about the the discrepancy on the periphery of the screen.
0: Yeah. I mean, first of all, there's just like the kind of there's a circle that appears where everything is correctly in focus and sharp. And then outside of that circle, things are blurry. Yeah. And then also, there's the just general frame rate chugging when lots of monsters are on screen or lots of enemies and all that.
1: The frame rate thing only happened to me in the forest, but also, did you play on your big screen mostly?
0: I only played on handheld. I exclusively played on handheld.
1: Okay, so I have to tell you that um, the reason that I didn't really play Links Awakening on handheld is because of that issue it tends to disappear probably because the picture is bigger when it is on the big screen. I'm talking about not the, oh, the rate, circle rate, but the circle yeah. thing. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I really, really enjoyed playing it on the big screen.
0: Huh, okay. Well, uh, at this point, I'm probably not going to go back to the game, but for anyone who is considering picking it up, keep that in mind. It might be a little easier to handle if you're playing on the docked version.
1: I, I'm going to play the game again for sure. I'm going to give it a little rest. I'm going to give it like a six months.
0: <laughs> I like the game. I, I did enjoy my time with it. I I don't know if I'm going to keep it the way I, you know, like some games, even when I finish them, I'll keep them just as like, even if I'm not really going to go back and play it, I'm like, I'll go back and play it or like as a trophy almost. That's not really how I feel about Link's Awakening. And there were a few issues that cropped up that, keep it from being like a top-tier Zelda game for me. Okay, And uh, we already talked about the performance, but that wasn't my main issue. Uh, My main issue is that this game is a bit of a relic. It's a port of a 1993 Game Boy game. And what that ends up meaning is when you're designing a game for the original Game Boy, there is very little screen space. So you can't really design a level where Link can kind of just, like, run around. You know, I mean, the world is full of dangers and and monsters and stuff and, like, Link to the Past or Ocarina and stuff, but you don't feel restricted in your movement in a forest or on, like, the plains and the overworld. But here, almost every place you go, it feels like, if you're on a certain segment of the map, there's one way into it and one way out of it. And that ended up being a bit of a pain after a while. Like the first time through, it's not that bad, but as you're like going back through these areas over and over again to like find secrets or like you might have to backtrack to find an item, it ends up being a bit tedious.
1: I thought I kind of enjoyed that part. It was puzzly to me and it kind of, reminded me of uh, a link to the past Hmm. in that way going between the dark and the light worlds anyway do you know what i mean like where you would have to find places
0: yeah i think there's super
1: valid what you're saying though super valid i i understand what you're saying having a puzzle
0: for how to get through a space is fine yes having to deal with it five to ten times (laughs) is less personally entertaining okay and because this is a, a relic there are a couple moments also where gameplay or uh like solving puzzles isn't entirely clear and they don't give you a lot to go on to figure this stuff out and i for me i actually got kind of lucky with dealing with some of these problems because like the one that comes up a lot is to advance to a certain area you have to know to cut a shrub which will reveal a hole which will take you to a tunnel to go to the next area and i just happen to you know be you know, swinging my sword around. I was like, oh, a tunnel, neat. But I, I could totally imagine having gotten lost there and, like, wandering around for a half hour, an hour, and, like, then going to GameFacts or something in that case.
1: Right. I mean, I loved that. I got stuck in two places, and they were just dungeons. Uh, but do you, do you remember going through the old Nintendo Power? You're right. It's a relic, and it, that comes with bad and good. And I, like... I liked that part. I liked all these, the negative parts that you're saying that, like, kind of made it not great for you. I it, it, That, like, really took me back. Those, those reasons mm. took me back. Totally annoying. And when you are used to, like, I mean, just look at Link's Awakening uh, versus, help me, the new one.
0: Breath of the Wild. Thank
1: you. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like. I was playing both back and forth at one point, even though I had beat Breath of the Wild. Like, I was, you know, I just was going back because I felt like I wanted to run around that Hyrule. And, like, of course, like, it's so different. It's come so far. But it's it's like the difference between that, like, puzzle cartoon Zelda and then, like, the serious dark Zelda. It's like, uh, it's a mood. It's a mood. Hashtag Mood. Yeah,
0: I guess. I, I'm i not
1: trying to convince you otherwise. You yeah. make a very, very good point. But, I, I um, mean, you it, know.
0: It feels like there should just be some method in the game to like discover this information.
1: Right. Um the the phone call to the old man who's very shy isn't uh doesn't give you a ton of information, but I feel like they did that on purpose. They're being coy and they're like you got to figure it out yourself.
0: So there I should yeah, mention that is that, like in the game there are literally spots where you can stop and call a person on the phone to get <laughs> hints. And like I'm not being metaphorical there. Like literally you call a person on the phone and they give you <laughs> yeah. hints. And that was good, but like they don't always <laughs> cover every spot you would want the hint
1: they absolutely don't
0: <laughs> the the one spot later in the game that comes up is uh the final dungeon where they actually did offer some documentation in the game is there's a spot in the final dungeon where you have to navigate a maze and you can't do it it's impossible to cast it you need to know how to do the right route
1: which one was it
0: the, the absolute final dungeon where it's like you have to go like up, left, right, 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 left, left.
1: Oh, well, But you go it, find
0: the book. In the, it tells
1: you the book, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you. I didn't remember that. Like, oh, okay. I didn't remember to go back to the book at the very beginning of the game.
1: I think a clue, someone gave me a clue that said you have to remember this no matter what you do. So I remember getting a clue from someone. I don't know if it was someone in the town or whatever. But someone said that the directions that you need for the final dungeon, you will need them. So I took a screenshot of it. And uh, hmm. maybe, did you talk to everybody?
0: I mean, I, I went to the library, and I know when I went there the first time that there was a book I couldn't read. Okay. And that I I didn't put together that I picked up the magnifying glass later, which would have let me read that book. Okay, And I needed that book okay. to know the directions at the final dungeon. <laughs> okay. So I mean it just it feels that's a little abstract. It
1: me. is so abstract. It really really is. But may I remind you that we have been spoiled by being explained to. Remember when games used to be so incredibly difficult? I mean f- for kids, they were difficult. I don't know if they were if they would have been difficult for an adult, but I know that I don't know. I kind of miss those old puzzles where it's just so hard to figure out how to do something.
0: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, so in the, for the very final boss, uh, this is a mild spoiler for that final boss, is uh, you have to know that at one point you need to attack the final boss with a bottle. Yeah. That's yeah. hard.
1: That was difficult.
0: And I only knew that because like I've played other Zelda games and in other Zelda games you use the bottle on the final boss to inflict damage.
1: Right. And the particular like they there were kind of like redos. Uh the I forgot. I, I think
0: that boss is meant to like hearken to other bosses in the Zelda yes, series is exactly. what's going on there.
1: Yeah. Like you know to use the arrow with the big moving uh weird guys uh right i don't know i don't remember any of the names but um they were you know they're yeah they're modeled after the other ones and there's a method to all of these but like there's I nothing that, in the
0: game that tells you that the bottle would do that exactly that it would and have not a lot of
1: people like played all the zeldas
0: and so like are you supposed to try every single item in your inventory on these bosses to figure out which one is effective I remember
1: doing stuff like that in old school though and I am in um, no way defending that because yeah, you were absolutely right. I don't you think make that's a very good, good. point. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so satisfying when you get it right.
0: That, you know, if you figure it out <laughs> that is satisfying. Um
1: yeah, there's nothing to tell you. You're absolutely right. There's nothing to tell you.
0: So that's kind of where I left things with uh Legend of Zelda. I mean, hey, I played through the whole game. Mm-hmm. I did beat the game and I did have fun doing it. Yeah. But there were parts of the game that I don't think were great. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would cautiously recommend this one. I think there are other, so if you have a Nintendo switch, you can play link to the past. If you have a Nintendo switch online, oh, and yes. download the SNES thingy. So, you know, maybe you want to try that. Mm-hmm. You, you might find that more or less intuitive or more or less fun. Um, I think they could be comparable in terms of like the entertainment you would get from them both in 2020.
1: Man oh man, I really loved I really loved Link's Awakening. I really loved it. I just got to say it. Hey, uh I have you been playing anything else?
0: I have uh but yeah, I, 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 I there is one other thing I'm going to talk about this time and then I'll save the rest for later is uh Devil May Cry 5. Okay. And I have decided that I just I'm mostly over that type of, like, cool action game where the purpose of the game is you're trying to build a big combo and do it in a unique way to score points to advance your uh, progress. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say anyone else can't enjoy that, but it's like, I've done that, I've I've been there, and we're good. You know, we're good. (laughs) And, like, the story that they're telling is pretty nonsensical, and like you know i didn't really get pulled into it i played it for about an hour got through the tutorial got to see like where the game was headed and i was like eh, not really for me not into it nope and uh you and what are you gonna do with it now you're not gonna finish it no i'm not gonna finish okay. it i'm just gonna just gonna yeah. ebay it or whatever. yep okay yeah
1: this is fair this is fair mm-hmm
0: but the graphics are very good in that game. Like you the the characters look really really good. Animation is really good. Like looks nice and fluid and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's nice.
1: You know, sometimes though it doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter. But hey, finding the silver lining and everything, that's what you do. I try. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. Someone told me, a good friend told me, a day ago that you know you know everything about video game news uh you know way more than me i always try and stay as informed as possible and i get no news i always hear it last and like i'm just subscribed to the wrong subreddits i guess but um the someone said that the nintendo switch online is doing um in n64 is this true do you know about this have you heard about this
0: i haven't heard anything to say that's officially going to happen okay it wouldn't surprise me if it does happen at some point. Okay. It just feels like a they've been doing this long enough that they're gonna put that out eventually, but they're you know they're taking their time. Mm-hmm. I think like they've pretty much tapped out on terms in terms of like NES games they can offer, so they're gonna do some more SNES stuff.
1: Boy, let's just cross our fingers for that Final Fantasy VI.
0: Yeah, I you know I wonder truthfully because. I think something that's happening this time around with the Switch that didn't happen before is a lot of these companies are porting these games as, like, separate eShop releases or putting them out as, like, collections. So you may not see them in their, like, the, you know, the virtual console equivalent. Like, last, you know, when the Wii had the virtual console, you would see, like, Castlevania Mm -hmm. in there. Or like Super Castlevania. Right. But Konami is just selling them both as part of a bundle in their, you know, Castlevania collection.
1: Exactly. And I'm honestly like I'm not gonna lie, I'm fine with buying all of those. I'm fine with buying them. I don't even care. Uh, I just wanna play them. Just port them for me. Port them for me now. I'll give you money. <laughs>
0: it's, so it's not free to port a game. I, I know it's not free to emulate a game, even though you can download them for free. Right. I just wish there was some acknowledgement of the people who have bought these games before. Right. And, like, there was some way that you could be like, well, we see you bought this game on an older platform. Right. So we're just going to let you play it on this newer platform. And that just does not seem to happen very often.
1: It, it doesn't. And, like, we have – I bought a lot of old games for the 3DS. And I have the same Nintendo account. But Nintendo obviously won't t- – we're going to keep paying for the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Um but you know what? If if it's if someone made if someone paid money to have them do you think that they have to make new ports for the switch
0: of each of these. Yes. Um, or is it sometimes... not even that? I mean like it's
1: not that complicated though, right?
0: It's it depends. I I'm not, you know, in a real position to say for sure. I do know that sometimes they are just like putting ROMs inside of, like, some kind of wrapping mm-hmm. and just putting that out, which means they're not doing a ton of work to it when that happens.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll drop it. <laughs> I'll drop it. Fingers crossed. I don't have the the um, the NES mini, the SNES Mini, so I haven't been able to play my full on a 4C6. I
0: mean, the big thing that happens with uh, when you jump from the SNES to the N64 is the co- complexity of the games ratchets up drastically. For sure. Like, the just... Even in their sheer size, like an SNES game is a couple megabytes, right? And then a an N sixty four game is much bigger than that,
1: right? It makes sense. Um, I'm holding my breath for the N sixty four Nintendo Switch Online for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I think it'll happen. I wish they were Nintendo was more open and just putting a bunch of stuff out because it is tedious that every time a new generation of console happens. It's like okay, here are the Nintendo games. We're gonna give you Super Mario Brothers, and then when you've played that a little bit, we're gonna give you more Nintendo games. Then we're gonna switch to the Super. Like they do, they've done this several times, right? With the Wii and then the Wii U. So like, I'm kind of tired of it. Just, just
1: give me everything. Open the gate. Have everything anyway. Give it to me. Exactly. Same school of thought.
0: Yeah, that's how that is. Any other questions? Uh, that's all for me.
1: Else? That's all for me.
0: Okay. Well, uh, die in that case. Thank you so much for talking about the games you've been playing with me. Uh, people can decide whether they agree or disagree with us when it, it comes to Link's Awakening. If we're one of us is a big doo doo head or not.
1: I mean, that's me. I'm a huge doo doo head. But you know what? Opinions can't be wrong.
0: My my head is very stinky <laughs> and filled with doo doo. So I mean, it could be me. I mean, it, it could. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think we're both right in our own ways.
0: Okay, that's it depends fine, too. On your, Not, none of us have to be a big doo-doo head. Hashtag
1: mood. Or maybe I just
0: wanted to be a big doo-doo head. Did you consider that? You did can, you consider, you did can you, be. Okay, did you consider fine. That? You're a
1: doo-doo head. You're fine. Yes. You're a doo-doo You smell, smells over here. Yes. Across this enormously long Martha Stewart table, I can so smell stinky. your doo-doo head. So stinky. We will not talk about mm, all of the so Final stinky. Fantasy demo leaks because by the time this get out gets out, even people trying to avoid spoilers probably wouldn't have avoided them. Just stay off of Reddit and Twitter, people, if you're trying to avoid these spoilers. We won't talk about them.
0: It might be just a good idea, truthfully, to stay off of Reddit and Twitter. Just FYI. Just in general. <laughs> so... Where would I get my news? Jeez, uh, I don't know. That's Oh, boy. Well, Di, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, if you want people to find you anywhere, where can they find you?
1: Oh, wow, com. I have shows coming up. I might update my website with that information. I don't know. Find me on Instagram, DiBillock. Find me on Twitter at diabilic can i please ask you to t- just tweet me your tips from rocket league listen i just i know people aren't playing rocket league as much anymore i have a few friends playing rocket league though so it just means
0: there should be a lot of people out there with advice to give give me, who some, have the game.
1: Yeah, give me some advice guys well, please and that's all that's all i have to say
0: just give Di a reason. just a little bit's enough <laughs> i don't know how the rest of that me neither <laughs> Uh, well, Di, uh, for you or for anyone who wants to reach me uh, regarding this podcast, I can be found by my email address, so many at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, where so many bits on there. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at so many Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate and review or download from Simplecast, from YouTube, from uh, or stream via Spotify. We play games twitch.tv slash so many bits Wednesday and Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. Wednesdays for Magic the Gathering Online or MTG Arena. Thursdays for a variety of different games that would include, uh, let's see, A Way Out, uh, the Sega Genesis Mini. We die. What were some of the games we played on that one stream together? We played. Uh, oh my word.
1: We played the Untitled Goose game. We played. Um, we played One Night Stand. One Night Stand. We played, Stand. Uh, we played a 911 uh, Operator.
0: Genki Yaba Runner?
1: Genki Yaba Runner.
0: Yeah, lots of good stuff. (laughs) Good stuff. And uh, you can also find a bunch of other great nerdy podcasts at nerdalogs.com. So Many Bits is there, too. And last but not least, thank you very much for listening. Go Bills. (laughs) Have a great summer. (laughs)